Three, two, one, fuck off. <laughs> okay, everyone, in today's episode of Lost in the Middle, we endure Jono having his hand nearly chopped off by a propeller. We film the Loch Ness Monster of Vietnam. And, <laughs> and we also learn the truth about the coronavirus and how serious it is getting here now. People aren't being allowed in the country. People are being quarantined, even though they don't have the virus. And we were among the last people that are British citizens to be allowed into the country. Hello, everybody. We are speaking quite quietly because it's currently quarter past 11 and we're in a... We've managed to sneak into a hostel that isn't our own. <laughs> our one was a bit like, too noisy. Uh, we've got to get another podcast out. It's got to be done. We're slacking on the video front. Cough, cough. Um, so, uh, yeah. Here we are. So last time we left you, we were just finishing up with the podcast in, what was the name of that cafe? Hidden Gem. Hidden Gem Coffee. Hidden, Hidden Gem, Gem Coffee. If you're location. in Vietnam, jump on it, sick. On our way back from there, we stumbled across a conniving little ball of crust. Crust, dirty pineapple granny. <laughs> <laughs> she basically threw her stick on our shoulder and then demanded money. And because we were naive tourists, we gave her money oh, to the value that we could have literally well, got the You say we, but it was me. <laughs> yeah, it was. I was like, I mean, she put it on me. That much. She put, oh, I'll just do it anyway. <laughs> she put it on me, dashed it into the road. Pick up your pineapple, bro. The How main reason. Dare you. The main reason Ollie did that was because he actually couldn't I lift couldn't it up. It. it was quite heavy. Uh, no, but it was outrageous because she forced it upon you. And not only did she force Luke into buying pineapple. Um, she then shoved like gave me mango and said it's included in price and I was like oh okay this suddenly becomes a bit easier now to stomach and then suddenly 100,000 100,000 and she's like grabbing you like 100,000 like, fuck <laughs> <laughs> how dare you touch me <laughs> so um so yeah we are uh, we she was quite forceful actually oh of course but it worked because she stole your money there are lots of <laughs> yeah there are lots of forceful women in Vietnam yeah Johnny got manhandled as well but we'll get to that some of our friends were planning on coming over to um to Vietnam um and then we find out that they literally cannot get entry oh yeah they've removed yeah. the visa rights to Vietnam by UK citizens apparently mental so we must have literally been one of the last flights and we nearly missed to come it in. yeah we literally nearly missed it 21 minutes not even five more minutes yeah. would have missed checking i remember getting the text saying that they changed the laws with the uh, entries and the visas and everything within maybe an hour of landing might have even been less it was mm. genuinely like we were probably in the air when they signed the new treaty yeah. or whatever I don't know. Well, I think all of this corona stuff is getting a bit out of hand now. Like, we've been in um, Asia for, what, four days now? Yeah. Three, four days? It has seemed we to haven't worn a mask once. Like, we're absolutely fine. And there's this girl in our room who is coughing like mad. Oh, my God. Spluttering. You can hear her going... <coughs> she's certainly this. got a disgusting little, like... I think she's Danish. And she's like... <laughs> Because that makes her worse, Go back right? to fucking Denmark where it's clean. <laughs> I don't want to get this dirty cold, even if it is corona. Spoken like a true grip. Yeah. <laughs> Although yeah. I'm very hypocritical because I've had a very bad cough for about a week now. Yeah, Maybe we've... even longer. I had it before I even got to Vietnam. So I do apologise everyone that comes into contact with me. But I promise you, it's a good time. 
and uh, I won't make you too ill. I'll cough well, no, we, We've please. had some unbelievable days here, as, as you guys already know. Mm. So yeah, after Dirty Pineapple Granny, it scammed us for... Uh, one. Don't say it, don't say it. Don't know, don't say it's very nice. $150,000. He said it, didn't he? <laughs> I mean, but what, what was that? That is... It's about, what, three? £5.50 for a piece of shit. £5.50. I mean, for the fruit we got in the UK, you'd spend something similar. Well, I don't know. Yeah, but we're but in Vietnam. In Vietnam, literally we literally spent... literally pick it off the fucking trees here. We spent probably five times the amount. The nicest tofu curry I've had in my entire life. Like, even if you're not vegetarian, like even Luke went for its steaks, it was so good. We went back to the same place just because we knew how good it was. And that was hundred and was it forty thousand for the uh, not even curry? not even no, was it like hundred and nineteen. You're talking about the curry. curry. I think that was ninety, wasn't it? No, no. no. Was it over hundred? Over hundred. No, I think it, yeah, I think it was hundred and twenty or something like that. Basically, but it was either cheap. way, that you're getting top quality food. You should pay for. That's literally very about good. Per, like very good English. Even four pounds. Staff can speak very well, and you will hear in a minute. What was the name of this um, place? Just so people know. Whole High's Restaurant. Oh. And the uh, the guy who works there, Lee, shout out Lee, gave us an immense deal. Big boy. Lee's He's actually the Yeah, massive play, massive play. And uh, shall we go into it now? Shall we wait? Well, I'll go to it now if it's flowing in it. Yeah. So we went back for the second time. And earlier today, yeah. Yeah, earlier today. And he was like, ah, my friends, you come back. Hey, he was gassed. He was, very he was happy so gassed to see us. And uh, he said, um, how long are you here for? And we were figuring out how much money he was going to make from us. <laughs> and he said, and we said, oh, we're going to Sapa tomorrow, but we haven't booked it yet. So do you know anyone? And well, he before said, he said this, actually, he was saying yesterday when we first went, that we were mad for attempting it in one day. Yeah. He was like, oh, no, no. The way he shook his head as well, his little fringe was bobbing back and forth. So for people who don't know, we're doing um, a charity climb up this mountain called uh, Fanzaipan. Yeah, say with a bit more twang on. Fanzaipan. <laughs> <laughs> we need to be quiet not to offend But it's, it's, it's like a mountain over 3,000 metres tall, and people usually do this trek in about three days. So people can do it in two days. But yeah, we're doing it in less than one. Oh yeah, we're doing it in one day, up and down. I'm nervous. Yeah, I, especially I, because we haven't got any sleep. We haven't got, well, uh, we've been drinking beer more than we've been eating food. Trying something, I'm lagging right now. We're in a room with the coronavirus. <laughs> so we're gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be fun. And we're waking up for 6.30 a.m. pickup tomorrow. Because of my man Lee. Yeah, that brings it back to Lee. So he said, um, uh, um, I bring you with me after food. And um, so, yeah, essentially, he took us around the corner about two, three minutes. And we went in to see this uh, very lovely lady who we handed over a post-it note that he'd written out, basically saying, these are my boys, give them this rate. So we got the journey for 180 thousand hundred and eighty thousand uh, each so we got a return um which was 360 so 360 same back did you say sorry did you say how much they no, were yet. online oh no when i checked online for a for a coach ticket we're talking economy coach yeah it was 
I think 400,000 to 500,000 each. We're getting proper sleeper one reclined way. seats. Yeah. And that was one way, yeah. That was one way, so a million to travel. And a cab, private cab. So was three and a half mil. Three and a half million dollars. It's just like, no it shows if you literally just chat to a few locals, they've got the connection. But we are talking about a five hour one way journey. So a 10 hour round trip, and they probably wait there for you as well for less than yeah. 100 pounds. Snoozing in the camp. Yeah. Um, our trip to Sapa is essentially costing us just over 35 quid, maybe 35, bang on, which is amazing because literally on 35 the 35 quid between us. Yeah, yeah, all three of us, all three. Less than a tenner each. Because oh, just, just over a tenner each. That's wow, how. he's tired. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> the, what was amazing, walking to this hostel just to find somewhere quiet that didn't play music so we could record this for you. Um, I literally saw a place just up that road there and it was $45 a person for the exact same thing that we've just paid for, except it was one way, not a return. So that was going to be $90 each to go to Sapa. I think it included staying one night to be fair. So that's your hotel cost okay. included. Which but helped, still, but we're gonna get Lord. cheaper than that, and we get to choose anyone we want. Yeah, exactly. Shouldn't be more than ten dollars. Well, if it's it anything than more five. than ten, yeah. But this is in the main. This is in the capital. We're paying premium prices, especially when we're saying a lot of one. hostels have closed. Wow. We're staying in the best one, and a lot of the big hostels have closed, meaning there's actually a higher demand, which we didn't anticipate. We thought it'd be the opposite yeah. way around. Yeah. But because hostels are closing to help prevent Corona spreading it's forcing the people that were staying there into the other hostels. So it's not actually as cheap as we thought. Yeah. Basically, if you're thinking about coming to Vietnam in the next couple of weeks, I'd probably oh, don't do abstain. It. It's the whole of March. I don't even think you no, can get in. No, the whole of March you're locked to. off. I've heard, well, whole of March is locked off, but I've heard this is going to progressively be bad for three to seven months. I mean, don't get shook. Like, we're out here, it's fine. Like, it just makes you anxious and paranoid about any ill person you see. Yeah. But if you look at the lifestyle of your average backpacker, there's no wonder why a lot of these people are ill anyway. I didn't shower for about three days. <laughs> and that is saying something. Bro, Ollie only found out today that on the plane here, his moisturizer exploded. Uh, We're on day three. <laughs> listen, listen, it was at the bottom of my toiletries bag. So I that means been... he hasn't even sprayed deodorant. No. No scrubbing the <laughs> no, teeth. No, 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 no. face wash. No, no scrubbing your balls because you know they're stinking like cheese and right it, now. The cheese build up. Okay, the fine. Fromage. The only thing <laughs> that might have been bad was groinal hygiene. Groinal. Groinal <laughs> hygiene. You however, heard it here first. However, I'm a good boy and uh, I wouldn't be using it anyway. We're here for culture. Well, you're saying that just because the ones that you pay for don't mind, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> or is it because you haven't needed to wash it because it's been washed for you? <laughs> yeah, that's that He's caught me out there. Um, you dirty dog. We all know I have used my toiletries. I just didn't delve deep into the bottom of the bag. It wasn't the biggest. It wasn't, it's a what big bag. What bag have you got, bro? You've seen it. It's a big bag. What? Hermione Granger's got that mad ting from <laughs> Harry Potter. Yeah, it might as it's well literally be. that little plastic thing they give you at the airport. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's you could put your pinky in and reach the bottom of the bag. No, no. no. It was in a, well, maybe a translucent, but I would say opaque bag inside a big Tesco's, <laughs> Tesco's resealable bag. So it was big, 
um, and I only need to open that to get to what I needed and it was on the top. The moisturizer was right at the bottom. Plus, Luke can actually vouch for me. I've been using his anyway. So I'm winning because I'm not shit. You've been using mine, bro. Yeah, exactly. What? <laughs> using his what? His moisturizer. Oh. I've been, using, me, I've been anyway. using everyone's moisturizer. Yeah, but anyway. Um, so yeah, long story short, the moral is for that experience is go to some dank restaurants, um, the old grannies that cook in the side of like the side streets. Oh yeah, 100%. speak to people you know. Well, not that you know, sorry. Speak to and um, get to know people, uh, especially locals, and they can hopefully whip you up a solid deal to do things like well, yeah, that. Yeah, we went. Doing. We went to some swanky restaurant today we went in with high hopes thinking oh my god this place is actually like quite modern mm. kind of very like western style it got good reviews as well I don't understand it got I mean this is a like it, fake reviews must, must be, a be thing. Yeah. oh my god big time because it really wasn't great Oh. I mean, the actual setting was nice. It felt nice. There was good decor, blah, blah, blah. The mm. Wi-Fi was fine, etc. However, the food, I mean, Luke got instant noodles. I, I ordered a chicken noodle soup, classic Vietnamese dish. I was like, surely they can't fuck this up. And lo and behold, out. it comes out. Honestly, it was like, it, it smelled like cow shit. A little taste, even despite the smell, because you know, scents can be deceiving sometimes. <laughs> no, trust your nose, because honestly, it felt like I just sipped cow shit mixed, mixed in a blender. So it was disgust. I literally had that one sip, didn't even eat a noodle. That's how bad it was. <laughs> Say I, it again. I didn't even eat a noodle. <laughs> not one single noodle. That's how horrendous it was. So yeah, moral of the story is, go to the crusty old grannies on the side of the road. But not the ones swinging around a bamboo stick. <laughs> yeah. No, stay clear of the pineapples, go straight to the chicken and pork dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, where were we? So we went back to our hostel, because as we mentioned in um, previous podcast, we had to panic buy 300 quid's worth of fucking um, flights from Hanoi to Laos. But these flights were 12 hours long, going from Vietnam to Bangkok in Thailand and then to Laos. It's just like, are you joking me? So we tried to get a refund on them. Well, Ollie tried to get a refund on them. Well, this is a thing. Anybody who's forced into a situation like that or finds himself in that situation, in hindsight, we now know to always go for the most expensive, um, 100% cancellation guaranteed type booking because we would now be completely fine. Yeah. Instead, we went for something that was sort of mid-range. It ticked all the boxes. It directed an airline. We'd have got instant confirmation. Yes, just buy it. I mean, it's good that we did so because otherwise we may not have even been allowed into Vietnam and we would have wasted the money on the flight. So much money. But, I mean, who was it that gave us that information? Jay, Jay Streamy. Streezy. Shit. <laughs> I've been calling you Freezy all day, bro. <laughs> Jay Streezy. I need not? to find you so bad. Did you speak on Jay Streezy now? Yeah. No, we hadn't met. Yeah, we had. Oh, no, we had. Yeah, you had. No, we all had. Yeah, we had. See, all- this is the thing. The days are blurring big time. Yeah, it because feels like we are I've not been here longer than three days. Jet lag is real. I don't care what anyone says. Well, Jet lag is disgusting, mistress. Well, you need let's to treat her well. Unless you're Ollie and you can just sleep twenty-four hours a day, and then you can just decide when you I can wake it. up. 
you don't need to eat all you do is close your eyes and sleeping does the same as eating gives you that energy all right i can try i subbed out today free breakfast just so i could sleep for another four or five hours best decision of my life work up feeling pang so but, going back um, to this jay streezy donny basically he's um twitch streamer ollie knows all about that yeah Crap. so basically uh jay streezy just hit 23,000 followers on Twitch. He's partnered. He's been doing it for about two years. He's a very good chap. Um, I mean, the thing is with that is that a lot of people listening to that wouldn't think. consider 23,000 as a big number. How when you're doing that type of thing on Twitch, like what is that equivalent to in actual currency that people I, can? When I think about Instagram, I usually multiply by 10. By 10? I add a zero. So well, you how, could many, how much peas does he make per street? Well, okay, we're walking through the streets of uh, Hanoi and he will just say, um, oh <laughs> he's this this Donny's got like a shoulder cam that's live streaming everything that he does through yeah. the streets of um, Vietnam right now. He's got yeah. a backpack with some whammo Wi-Fi router just following around him all it's the like time. Like a satellite thing. Yeah, it's um, like thousands of pounds worth of tech. Yeah, so he's prime target to get robbed, which is funny if you've listened to the first podcast because he did. Um, <laughs> and then already saved him. <laughs> Sorry. Then you saved him. Oh yeah, and then I saved them. Listen to episode one. Um, but yeah, okay. So yeah, so just to put it into perspective a little bit, we're walking through the streets of Hanoi with him, and then he'll just announce. Can I just say something? I've literally said to the boys, try not to put your drinks down on the table. My man picks up an empty can, and then puts it down next to where he picked up. Well, I'll tell you why I picked it up. It's because you lot keep fucking interrupting me. If we listen to this, I've probably tried three times now. And then every time I get nearly there, it's not even worth talking about now. But you all keep going, oh, can, sorry, can I just say one thing? Oh, shut up. Uh, look, 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 I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce. No. He will announce that he's just been given $25 or a tier 3 sub. Now, I know he only gets half of that or maybe 70% of that, depending on his deal uh, with Twitch. But it's that type of thing. Constant flow of money and donations come in from his viewers, which could be anywhere between, well, because he's out traveling, 500 to 1,000 viewers. So, but they're watching live. They're actually experiencing things the same time he is that's the type of experience you're getting if you aren't aware of what twitch is so this donny was telling us like he makes what like a thousand dollars a stream is that an understatement no, no, or more that's that's too much that's he, too much yeah he was saying that because his phone was robbed yesterday people actually donated when he was offline which isn't that common because people usually like to donate and see the reaction and get the gratification, the thank you, in front of all the other people. It's a very, I would say it's quite a weird thing. It uh, is a weird but thing. When it's not you, mainstream yet. No, but when you kind of get more into it, you kind Niche. of understand it a bit more. Um, but yeah, so because he had his phone stolen and it made it onto tre uh, Reddit's trending page and, um, and obviously his clip on Twitch has got tens of thousands of views, could even be a hundred thousand now. Um, which again is a lot for Twitch. You could add a zero onto that. That's like it's probably the biggest clip, <coughs> on, biggest clip on Twitch probably um, at the moment. But anyway, people gave him hundreds offline, like hundred dollar donations, hundred dollar donation might even two hundred. You might have said um, so. It is quite fascinating. 
and that definitely pays for his time. Yeah, you uh, can live in somewhere like this in the world, 100% oh, with easily, that sort of income. easily, easily. But 100%. the reason we're chatting about him is because he, Ollie was like um, speaking to him on Instagram. They were like DMing, and he was like, "Should we go to the last known location of my phone and yeah. see if we can mark up some tiny Vietnamese dollies?" Yeah. So he messaged me saying, "So, um, bro, I've seen the last known location for my phone." I was thinking maybe later tonight we could go. So this was about 10 o'clock. And we thought, you know, fuck, fuck it. it. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it, let's go. What's the let's worst go that and can beef Detroit. <laughs> yeah, what's the worst that can happen? Maybe get stabbed or something, but you can just firm it. It's probably worse to get coronavirus and get stabbed. John has been stabbed before he survived that. That's another story. Um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, that was funny. That was a, that was a good night. Um, but yeah, so, unfortunately... We went all the way to the known location, or the last known location. And, uh, you know, there was the group of, like, Vietnamese guys sitting on the chairs outside this big, like... Apartment really, block. Yeah, it's like an apartment block type thing. The phone could have easily been in there. It was sketchy. We the turned man, off these, like, busy, bustling high roads of Vietnam. Yeah, there were no we, lights. It then was we'd take the bus and right and left, and then we're in... Derelict. It like, looked pretty yeah, stereotypical. Barren sort of wasteland sort of thing. It was like, it was, <laughs> we we were nervous because we had to then go down an alleyway to where the phone was actually like last known. There were a load of mopeds where obviously the guy who nicked it was on a moped, so we were going to go and check the number plates because one of the people on stream had screenshotted it and all that type of thing. Yeah, so we knew what we were looking for, but unfortunately we couldn't find the bike and uh, we therefore couldn't find the phone. But we did see a group of guys outside the house nearest the location. I say a house, some sort of apartment block. And um, they were all looking at us. I mean, to be fair, we do look weird. Number one, with the guy with a camera on his shoulder. And number two, we're four like, foreigners who have just stopped outside their place of residence. And they were just looking at us like, what do these guys really want? Yeah. These guys were just munching yeah. their barbecue and sipping on some beers. Like, they were like, who yeah, are these Yeah, that was Donnie's? paid for by his $800 phone. <laughs> Either that, yeah, or they were just watching us thinking, what are they doing? Or, oh shit, look, Donnie's uh, He's back attracted some attention. Car. We know that guy because I robbed him last night. But we live in there. So yeah, we uh, ended up just thinking, uh, fuck it, you've got to take the L sometimes. And uh, we then went to a rooftop bar that was opposite the uh, restaurant we mentioned earlier, well, which uh, slaps. We and, wanted uh, to go into the rooftop bar opposite the... 25 minute walk. And was it that it long? Was, yeah, and it was closed. Um, because we walked all the way out to this phone location and then all the way back in. Who's this fatty, bro? She mm. is paying. Oh, we need to move to this office. <laughs> <laughs> Look how easy it is to distract men from work. <laughs> sorry, sorry. People like that, then. As soon as we finish this podcast, they're going to be like, broth, broth. <laughs> New room massage, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I'm getting trying to distract from what you were saying earlier. Look at this, broth. We're, we're here picking all the other tactics, broth, bro. man. Come on. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. So, yeah, anyway, we got... We, we walked all this way to that play bar. It was closed. We then go to the bar street. Yeah. Then we come, come all the way back into the centre. Beer street. Yeah, beer street where all the shenanigans happen. Get into this bar. We're sitting outside with um, this Jay Streezy Donny. After getting assaulted by a woman trying to get me to go in and buy her beer. Oh yeah, John nearly punched hand. a woman in the face. I mean, I didn't nearly punch her, but I did look at her like, why are you dragging me? Like, literally let go. <laughs> they all swamped me, and Ollie thought, shit, they're about to rob him, because obviously if they swamp you, one of them's going to try and slip their hand in your pocket. I was quite loose shorts on at the time. 
Yeah. Luckily, but nothing of us. They nice. missed and they grabbed his wham cock instead. <laughs> Lucky Thought them. it was his phone. <laughs> oh my god, has it come to this already? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's this weird um, curfew sort of thing. So at the minute, if it goes past. Because it, of Corona. Yeah, if it goes past 11 or 12, I think, the police come around all these streets. We were literally sitting outside and the shop owners come outside and they're like. Shouting, police, police, come in, come run in, come inside. In. Bear in mind, we literally just bought our beers. And we're just like, come on. So we went inside. And then they're like, oh, I can't leave in 40 minutes. And like, huh? They, they, they turned the music off. They took the balloons away from some of the people next to us. Like, it was, it was just weird. Very They legitimised their establishment and hide any signs that anyone's in there. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird because they the police the know. The police know people are in there. Yeah. So I don't understand why. They closed the shutters and everything as well. Like, sort you are locked in. But it was good fun. Yeah. Um, well, so it was good fun. We saw crusty Donnies. They were, they were like going off on these balloons with their prozies. We we're just like, oh my god. Aside from backpackers, you get lots of old men who I hope don't have any sort of families back home, and they come to this part of the world because it's very cheap to hire ladies to do whatever you want. Yeah, and it is quite sickening, and it's quite upsetting. Blah blah blah. If you're a witty natter, depending on your uh, moral compass, and um, yeah, we just have to sort of coexist, backpackers and perps. Trust. It was quite jokes. So one one guy around our age came in, got a fat balloon. If if anyone from the UK, if you went to uni, a you'll know, one. You'll know yeah. what nossies are literally 24 cannons in one balloon i don't even think that's an exaggeration no, no it's not it's it, these balloons can. are a whole massive and you're spending about three pound fifty on one as well yeah and that's obviously an inflated tourist price as well but don nearly fainted smacked his head on the side of this cabinet <laughs> oh yeah this is the younger guy yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he did what I did in uh, vietnam a couple of years ago <laughs> where you're toking it like a normal thing back at home and no, they just not the same. Um, if you keep going, you'll, you will run out of there and you end up passing out. Like, I figured out, I mean, a friend figured out for me that if you... <laughs> that if you What's our friend's name? Um, James. If you... If you <laughs> the most common, common name. <laughs> James, James from, what? I don't know his last name. I met my high end him there. This is what we sounded like this morning when we woke up. <laughs> Um, <laughs> anyway, um, no, this is good information, I think, for anyone who is interested oh, in coming out here. Eight tokes. You do eight deep inhales and exhales into the balloon. Any more than that, you'll wake up on the floor. And then feel a chill. Yeah, you Just need to chill. then stop, and that's like the peak. If you're a smaller you person like me, you might even want to do eight smaller inhales. And you'll just about keep grip of the balloon so it doesn't float away, because, yeah, yeah I... I passed out last time and we'll I... Put, we'll one day put the, the video... I mean, it's on Ollie's Instagram. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's permanent on Ollie's highlights. He's got me, like, slumped in his Luke's shoulder. Yeah, Jono's mid-pass out. Bro, there's a rat in here, fam. Shut up. Yeah, there's running oh around there. Oh, my God, there's a fucking... Welcome to Vietnam, <laughs> Um Anyway. That's what you come for, the culture. So, yeah, after that, we left. <laughs> we uh, split with... Freezy streezy. <laughs> and <laughs> so rude. How is it rude, bro? What's in the name? Mate, I think I am embellishing. Okay, fine. I'm adding Basically Jono was tired this whole time. I've been and tired when, when, since I woke up. When the Yeti came. told us 
you were locked in for 40 minutes, I thought it was going to kill her. Because Jono said we stand for one bit. Yeah. We and that's not because I'm a killjoy or nothing, yeah. It's because we need to make the most out of our time here. We said to ourselves, it's not just going to be a dot around holiday. We need to actually make this productive. So here we are trying to. <laughs> and we waited until 11.30 the night after to actually get around to the podcast. But, you know, shit gets in the way. Too busy getting that content, kid. <laughs> but, yeah, um, we then went back to the hotel. Anything that's that happened on the way back? Not really. Um, Nothing. We were just slumped. We go back into the room. Within seconds, well, Luke and I are getting ready to get into bed. And then we're like, oh, what's Ollie saying all this? I whip his little curtain up. I see him holding his phone eyes closed, my man's unconscious. It takes him three minutes. Luke and I then go to the toilet, sort, sort ourselves out, get into bed. Ollie then wakes up, goes to the toilet, spends a good about 10, 15 minutes getting ready. a poo-poo. At which point Luke and I are, um, this is before Ollie realised about the uh, cream exploding, just you know. Um, <laughs> Luke and I in this hostel and shampoo all of it it's all provided we're in the nicest hostel in Hanoi so shut up <laughs> so we're trying to um, a hostel's a hostel at the end of the day yeah but yeah Luke and I are trying to get to sleep and failing Ollie comes back I'm like okay we're all in bed we've got the gym planned for tomorrow we've got X, Y and Z we've got a lot planned um, we're like, we need to get to sleep. We need soon. to get to breakfast. That was our oh, that yeah. was the plan. Breakfast yeah. finishes by nine thirty. So um, yeah, Ollie then gets back in bed. I'm like, okay, we're already. Let's go. Sleepy times. Then we start hearing this rustling. Start hearing something like. What the fuck is that? I hear like a. What the fuck is this? I thought someone came back someone else in our like little dorm that we have came back and just started faffing about then I just hear I'm like eh what's happening here so Ollie on the way back bought some Pringles and Oreos bear in mind we thought we was passed out at this point me and John are just jarred because we can't sleep Ollie's sleeping pattern goes <laughs> sleep brush teeth eat Oreos <laughs> Well, he's covered coming out the next morning looking like an orc no, birthing no. from the earth. I had to because I was like, I have drunk some stuff. I had a bit of water and I thought, I'm actually a bit hungry because we had early dinner that day. Well, so we had one like, meal the whole day. Yeah, exactly. I'm struggling. So I eat I a thought, lot. I thought, you know what? Let me yam a couple Oreos before bed because I had the urge. So I everyone the in the room's there trying to get some sleep. The next thing, <laughs> there goes the uh, Pringles can. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Ollie then passes passes out after like crumbs on his chest probably. Yeah. And then Luke and I are just kind of twitching, we can hear it because Luke and I are on the same bed, so I'm above Luke's pillow, we can it's hear us when we move. We're in, we're in a hostel, that's just what to expect. And then it comes to our attention that neither of us are really asleep. We start texting. Bearing in mind, it's been about two hours since we like, lights out trying to get some sleep. We would jarred so We're like, okay, let's try again, hour later still nothing hour later still nothing I could feel my heart beating it was weird yeah it was I mean I think it was because at that point we'd been awake for only about 14 hours so we were trying to get an early night and it just wasn't happening we had some delayed jet lag massively the weirdest thing I've ever experienced because I was just sitting there kind of in limbo but then again I'd, just as I'd drift off I'd be like oh wait I'm still awake and 
continue being jarred in my bed. You know when you're conscious you're falling asleep and your consciousness of being in that state of nearly falling asleep wakes you up. I mean, we probably sound like freaks, but that's what we experienced to the I point think. where it got to about, what, 5 a.m.? Yeah. And I said, you know, it's sunrise in a bit. We could get some juicy content. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, um, he's going to suggest getting out of this shit all and actually moving. But we were like, you know what? I was wired. I couldn't, I couldn't fall asleep. Well, yeah, I, I was just sitting there doing nothing. I was like, we might as well just get up and get we up and go. We asked Ollie and we got the back, so we thought, okay, we'll leave him there. <laughs> No, it's just, Even I'm, if he was awake, he wouldn't have. I don't have this severe insomnia that these boys have. Like sometimes I think I do, and then I realise, you I know what? If I, I just close my eyes, boom, got boom, boom, done. I usually am the same, or have been at least recently. But since getting here, my sleeping pattern, apart from if I'm tanked, is got this like I can't do it. Yeah, I'm praying tonight's better, Definitely. especially when I'm waking up after at six a.m. After this, we go get their fat. <laughs> so we. We wake up, we actually get our shit and just go. Jono's like, so we're on the way, it's like a 25 minute walk, which is horrendous enough in this heat as it is. This but is to I, get to a, what's the bridge called? Um, it was called, I can't remember. It's an old, it's an old bridge, I think potentially built by the French when they colonized the area hundreds of years ago. Very rusty. It's about, is it east? Yeah, east of the major city. Luke's written it down. Oh, it's called Kaolon Bien yeah. Bridge. Apparently, yeah, maybe you can see some unreal sunsets. It's supposed to be or the best sunrises. sunrises. Yeah. Well. So when it's dark, you can't really tell if there are clouds above you. <laughs> but as the sun rises, you realise that black turns to grey rather than blue. <laughs> and we had walked thirty minutes for dickle reason. We even started jogging. We started jogging because we thought we were going to miss it. I mean, how dumb. We could see, we could see the be, clouds. To be fair, I was quite impressed because even at this time, all of these like, street markets were opening. Like The grannies started chopping up the chicken legs. Yeah, there was bare meat just festering on the floor. A I lot mean, of people were exercising. I was quite impressed with that as well. Okay, like, so you never, ever, ever see English people doing this sort of shit. You see guys, well, guys who, well, and girls who play at GTA. You see how the people by the beach work out. <laughs> I think they modelled it on the, the Vietnamese. <laughs> because the stretches these guys were busting, the sort oh of movement God. patterns. I saw some, she must have been at least 70 years old. Yeah, she tucked her feet and her knees between rafters and the side of the bridge and then leant back like 90 degrees. The, it was some obtuse angle her back was making. I was like, oh my God. I, need I was to, impressed. I need to find some girls like this back home. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. But yeah, no, we um, got some good vlog shots. Drone shots. We saw this animal swimming. Oh, yeah. We bring the drone a bit closer, a bit closer. It's really pink, whatever this is. Yeah. It's making quite a lot of splashing. It's like, I don't know what that is. So I fly my drone over over to what we thought was the Loch Ness Monster, moved over to Vietnam. (laughs) Get a bit closer. And then we see... In the middle of a massive river. We see like four, four sort of limbs, like moving in unison flailing around flailing flailing and not then, flailing yeah. his skin was intact <laughs> <laughs> all of his skin including a little fool skin <laughs> my man was naked <laughs> and we got the drone above his well, face we literally saw a Vietnamese donk in person <laughs> <laughs> see this probably is incriminating because we had no right to film him but 
I can assure you the uh, footage is deleted and uploaded to Pornhub. No, it's, uh, <laughs> it's deleted. Well, the thing is, this river is dirtier than the Thames. Like, well, it was brown, and he was the only living thing I could see in it. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. But I don't think he'd been living for much longer because I. Don't know. Why are you jumping in like you weren't asleep and you saw the river? Because I saw the video that Jono just said he deleted. <laughs> before it was deleted. Yeah, it was before it was deleted. To be fair. <laughs> Who's yeah. gonna believe us anyway? <laughs> if you well, want it, just send me a DM. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new story, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was um definitely before. No, we sensed it, we sensed it. No, to be fair, we didn't get close enough to discriminate whoever it was. Yeah. And to be fair You can't see Donnie's willy, yeah. willy wangle. I don't think he's gonna make it back to the shore anyway, so he was swimming on his back, so he does know there was a drone following him. So he was probably thinking, what the fuck is going on here? He probably thought it was the police because he wasn't Vietnamese. Do you know what I think? He I, looked, I couldn't he tell. He looked too white to me, like too English. No. I feel like a lot of people here are pale because it's not actually that hot and because there's, there's so no many buildings sun. around, you can't yeah, really get any sun. If anyone went in there, they would get ill oh, if they weren't used to it. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So yeah, we then tried to bring the drone back to the bridge, which was a bit of a struggle. Um, we get some nice drone shots, but as we tried to land it on this thin strip, bearing in mind there are thousands of bikes sort of within touching distance of us. So we're trying to land it without it crashing into a bike, without it being stolen by somebody. Because obviously we know that Donnie who got his phone stolen the night before. Yeah. And all of these things going through our heads, plus the fact we hadn't slept in say 24 hours. Just then at that head height, we're kind of looking at each other like shit, Luke and I, what we're gonna do, what we're gonna do. It's like weaving in between the bloody motorcyclists. I'm thinking, one of these Donnie's is going to grab it out of the sky and just start taking down the road. So what do we do? We grab it first. By we, I mean me, and I mean badly. I grab it, it starts flicking to the side, and it starts going ham on my left hand. I'm just looking at Jono, and his... His hand just starts getting murked by the propellers. It's like... Cutting. The blood starts pouring out. I'm like, Luke, turn it out! Turn it out! You know that when you see something and... You have no idea how to stop it. Especially when you haven't slept for 30 hours. <laughs> We're both like, our mouths are hanging open, look like chimps. Like, oh, 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 oh. The propeller just starts slicing away at its skin, getting deeper and deeper. I'm like, oh my god, like, I feel bad, bro, but I can't do anything. My hands were locked, I wasn't letting go. Then, after about 10 seconds of just destruction, I'm like, oh, just turn it upside down, it turns off. <laughs> So I do, and it does. <laughs> so that was about it for yesterday. Yeah, that was a bit of anti-back on that bad boy. I was going to say, it's fine. You've got, your, uh, you've got your jabs, so you're fine. Oh, yeah, I've got my jabs. He did it. It's fine. You don't get tetanus from a plastic propellers. It's fine. It's made, fine. It made in the US, so at least a bit cleaner than here. Jesus Christ. Trust. So, yeah, we then make it home. Just in time for breakfast, which started at 6.30. We've got a little bit later than that. Um, nice breakfast, lots of wonderful fruit. Then we go upstairs, Ollie's awake. We uh, plan what's happening for the rest of the day. Ollie's welcomes another few hours in bed. We sleep for a few hours. And then, oh God, we've got this whole story about the train and everything as well now. What's the time? We've done 40 minutes. I think we can end it there. Yeah. We'll I think we'll save this for tomorrow. tomorrow. 
There yeah, we, go. we can do. Well, I mean, guys, you need to find us on. Well, if you haven't already subscribed, subscribe, like, share, leave a review if you can. I don't know if you can. If you can, let us know. Very important. Follow us on TikTok. We throw a load of stuff up on TikTok. Subscribe on YouTube. We're putting a lot on YouTube um, in the next coming weeks. Lots of. Well, you can see all these drones. All of these podcasts will be in video format with the footage of what we're describing, probably along with it. Not guaranteed, but we'll see. As in, it was guaranteed to be up there, but we don't know in like what style. We need to put a bit more thought into it. As you probably heard last time, there was supposed to be a fourth member, and said member is not here. He fell to the corona. <laughs> so we're having to improvise and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully uh, deliver what we had <laughs> promised. So yeah, tomorrow we wake up bright and early. We're off to Sapa to climb Mount Fantaipa. And in oh the meantime, hopefully God. raise a tasty £500 for an inspirational young lady, Miss Nikki Lilly, and oh. her charity, the Butterfly AVM Charity. So yeah. Best charity ever. It genuinely is amazing. Because yeah. I look at this mountain and I know that I'm not going to be able to do it. And then when you're at the bottom and you just look up over 3,000 metres, you then just think about Sorry, why guys. you're doing it. Sorry, I'm bad. Sorry, it's just I need to go to the toilet. <laughs> so you know so how Jono just left the yeah. podcast. Jono, yeah. Jono could have held it in the name of Nikki Lilly. Like <laughs> things are hard, you have to fight through it no matter what. That is the message that she shows through the way she lives her life. And yet Jono's think, no, no, fuck it, I'm just going to go toilet whilst Ollie's talking and make a big noise and ruin the podcast. Um, but yeah, so. I'm definitely going to give it my all and hopefully that is enough to prevail the mountain in one day, up and down. Should we make Jono wear a banana suit on the way up? Well, we got over 10 likes on that TikTok, so I think we're going to do But yeah, so thank you very much for listening and maybe for watching and um, we appreciate you. Cheers, people. Cheers, laddies and laddettes. See you in the next one. Safe. Good morning, everyone. This is currently 5.30 in Sapa, Vietnam. We've all rested as much as we can before this charity challenge where we will strive to climb the tallest mountain in Vietnam, 3,000 metres tall, over 3,000 metres, in less than half of what a lot of people do. And when I agreed to do this, I thought I'd get a good night's sleep. It's now 6am. The transport is late. We're waiting here in what seems to be a very beautiful morning in Sapa, Vietnam. We picked a dank day to do it. In today's episode, we have Jono nearly lose his thumb. My left while, hand is currently in a cast. Whilst... Uh, Blood stains are still on my t-shirt. Okay, we need to stop interrupting because it's just one person talking. All right, my little I'm saying this is how it's done. This uh, is a professional podcast. Okay, go ahead, big boy. Show me how it's done. In today's episode of Lost Breathe in the Middle Podcast... No. <laughs> I just want to fucking go to bed, but these guys want to go out now, so I'm pissed. What are you talking about? You just got an appointment you need to get to. Good. <laughs> Three, two, one, fuck off. <laughs> okay, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode two of the Lost in the Middle podcast. Hello, everyone. <laughs> to be loud in the country, and uh, I fucked it up. No, that sounded good. That no, sounded because good. these lot are just staring at me, so I'm going to walk away because they're fucking up. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Lost in the Middle podcast. I can, you can hear them louder than me. I can hear you louder than me. So you do need to stop. 
Like, it's not funny. Just fucking shut up. <laughs> or do you want to do it? Oh, no, 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 do it. Do it. Shut up. But look at me when you do it. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is a fucking... I'm not doing it. Bye. <laughs>